Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. It's about real things, everyday things, about relationships at home and at work, about real issues that the world presents every day. Deacon John is a deacon, but he's also a husband, a father, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, to your life. Hello. Deacon John here. We read in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained there for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. The Greek word used here, that the Spirit drove Jesus, is the same word used for when Jesus is driving out evil spirits. It's a forceful word. Jesus was driven, forced into the desert. It's remarkable. He didn't go there peacefully to take some time to reflect. He was driven into the desert. I remember an experience in my life where I was driven into a desert. It was the week before my ordination as a deacon. I had planned a silent retreat to get ready to prepare Ordination is a really big deal. At the beginning of that week, just before I left, my, one of my best friends, Fred, was working on a pump that exploded. And he had a severe head injury and almost died. So I spent the week instead in the intensive care unit with his family, and it was touch and go, and very, very difficult and dark for me personally and spiritually, as well as for all those I was with. This went on for much, much longer than a week. It was a time of deep struggle that was cast upon us, forced upon us all. It was a profound desert. And looking back, it was one of the most exceptional human and spiritual experiences in my life. It formed me like very few events in my life ever have. And much later, I realized it formed me in my diaconate, which means 
servant, to be servant, like nothing else. It was a statement, a revelation to me at a deep level of who I am and who I am meant to be. Sometimes we all are driven into a desert. What Jesus encountered in the desert, we often miss. It was a really big deal. It was about, all about, who he was. What kind of Messiah would he be? And it was no small temptation. It was real. It was about his choice, either to have power, to be a wonder worker, to have all the kingdoms look up to him. And here's the thing, of course, of course, that is what everyone expected the Messiah to be. Jesus was brought up with this understanding. This was his thinking, of course. You see, for this way, the Messiah could restore Israel over the Romans as the people of God and restore God's law and God's way for all the people on the earth. This was the way that would happen. But, but, this was not who Jesus was. The Messiah he came to terms with in himself, in the desert, was the suffering Messiah the suffering Messiah. No one, no one expected this. No one wanted this. It was only discovered in the desert. And the desert was the most important time in Jesus' life. This was a huge desert and struggle for Jesus where he had to fight and struggle with the discovery of who he was. And everything depended on this. Friends, it's the same for us. It's the same for you and me. The word conversion in Greek means to have a new mind, to go beyond the mind you have, to go beyond the mind you have. This is what happened to Jesus in the desert and is what happens to us in our deserts. For the desert is the place of conversion where we face this. It's where it happens. And there is new life and a new mind and a new way of seeing waiting for us in the desert. Ultimately, our conversion will lead to a complete shift in our self-understanding and a whole new way of looking at our life, who we are and why we are here. I'll end with a little story. Uh, several months ago, my wife and I went on a tour of the national parks 
and it was wonderful. One was in Arizona, I think it was Vermilion Cliffs. They are white stone uh, and small mountains that are white and beautiful, essentially in a land that's like a desert. It's barren scrub all around. You just walk past the few things on the ground in the sand and you even walk on it because you assume it has no value. Well, we had a guide. And as we walked, she pointed out that the scrub, some of them, as she opened it up, had moisture and water. Then another one she opened up and said, see, this could be eaten. That There's food in here. <laughs> I'm like, scrub? There. Yeah, yeah, there's food here. And then one had a perfume, a scent, that was pungent and beautiful. And at that moment, as she, she pointed this out, I realized that there, there is life in the desert. There is life in our deserts. A life that is only found there. Thank you for listening today and sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often to listen and to support him by subscribing and rating the site and to please share our site with others. And Deacon John wants to hear from his listeners around the globe. He has an email. It is askdeaconjohn at gmail.com, where he will happily respond to your questions and thoughts. Mm -hmm.